you're listening to the Bossy Bitch Podcast with Elsa Mitchell. Come along with me as I explore all the remote corners of Australia, uncovering success stories from women killing it in business. I'll inspire you, teach you, and best of all, make you laugh by sharing their journey and mine so that we can grow together in life and in business. Mom, have you seen my pants? Right, get out of here with the podcast. Welcome to what I hope will be the first of many Bossy Bitch podcasts uh, with me, your host, Elsa Mitchell. I've got to be honest, for somebody that really spends a lot of time talking to themselves and laughing at their own jokes, this whole talking into a microphone by yourself thing has taken a little bit longer to get used to than what I anticipated. I have probably recorded this welcome intro episode about 75 times and I just keep replaying it going, oh my God, this just sounds so shit. And why does it sound so shit? And I think it's just because I was trying too hard to make it sound perfect and (laughs) I am far from perfect. So I have decided to trash all those 75 episodes and I'm just going to be myself. So welcome. Uh, You're probably wondering who I am and a little bit about me. Uh, And if you're not too bad, I'm going to tell you anyway. But the first question probably is, am I actually a bitch? And you're probably hoping I am a bitch because let's be honest, if I was, it probably would be (laughs) quite interesting. But I would like to say I don't think I'm a bitch. I know for sure one or two people will tell you, yes, I am. Um, I can think of a few off the top of my head, but I won't mention any names. I definitely am bossy though. So my business mentoring clients tell me I am a bossy bitch, but in a good way. I'm sure they're not lying to me. I'm sure it is in a good way. Hence the name of bossy bitch for this podcast. So I'm going to talk a little a bit about me and how this podcast came about and why it came about and what you can expect to find when you listen in to all future episodes as I know you are going to want to. So I am a born and bred country girl. I grew up on a sheep and wheat farm with my two brothers and my sister, which is about three and a half hours southeast of Perth in the wheat belt of Western Australia. And we live near Wave Rock, which if you don't know, is a rock with a wave in it. You guessed it. So my family's been on that farm forever. My grandparents were on that farm. My dad's been there his whole life and he still lives there today. And I like to blame my childhood spent in shearing sheds on my foul mouth. (laughs) But uh, if we're going to be real, probably I would have this foul mouth regardless. My mum and dad are absolutely mortified uh, by what comes out of my mouth most of the time. Uh, And they've been in shearing sheds for a very long time and I'm not sure it's a valid excuse. (laughs) So I am a mother. I have two identical twin girls. They are 10 years old, Charlie and Indiana, and they are mad keen surfers and skateboarders and way cooler than I will ever be or have ever been. And uh, just a little fun fact about them, I only found out about a year ago that they actually were identical twins for their whole life I thought for sure they weren't and it turns out here's a fun fact you can have 
be pregnant with twins and they can have separate placentas. Yeah, I'm talking about placentas. How gross is that? But they can have their own placenta and they can be identical twins. It happens 18 or oh, around 18% of the time. And quite often the doctor just assumes that they won't be identical because they're separate. And so people like me get misinformed and spend most of their uh, first eight years of their life thinking that they're not identical. So I had them DNA tested about a year ago and lo and behold, they are identical. And I felt that that would explain why none of their friends and none of my family and none of my friends could tell them apart. (laughs) Everybody thought I was insane that I did not think that they were the same. Turns out they are. I also have a larger-than-life six-year-old son, Jet, who loves to sing and cook. And I have a 13-year-old stepdaughter, Coco, who is mad obsessed with horses. So as you can imagine, we're a blended family and our house is bloody loud and bloody chaotic. That's all I have to say about that. (laughs) I live by the beach now in Perth with my husband, Mitch, who I also fondly refer to as Herb, Herbie and the Schnitzel. His real name is actually Simon, but we won't go into all of that. And like a lot of men these days, he is completely obsessed with Joe Rogan, who, if you don't know, has a very, probably the most successful podcast in the world. So I have been really lucky because my husband has been offering me up loads of unsolicited advice leading up to this podcast. And did you know Apparently, there are people out there in the world, and my husband isn't one of them for full disclaimer, that love Joe Rogan so much they have his face tattooed on their body. I mean, how fucked up is that? But I am going to say, if anyone out there wants my face tattooed on their body, I am completely down with it. And basically, I think that's how I'm going to measure the success of my podcast. Until someone gets my face tattooed on their body, I haven't reached a goal. So enough about me. Let's talk about what you can expect to hear here and why I'm going to be talking about all this stuff. I've owned my own business for 13 years and I don't really have any hobbies or interests. Like I don't play sport. I don't bake. I don't do craft. I don't don't really have any strong interests. I'm a total weirdo in that (laughs) running a business and figuring out how to make a business run successfully has kind of always been my hobby. I It's weird, I know. I love to travel around all over going to workshops and conferences and I kind of believe that knowledge is power. So I love always learning. I'm really obsessed with Um, old-fashioned customer service in this new digital world we live in. As much as I love uh, social media and technology, I do believe there is still such a place in every business for just having those old-fashioned values. And I think that if you are not doing the best customer service in the entire world, no digital marketing strategy is going to save you. So that's just something I like to rant about and something that will be coming up for me. I own a hair salon and six years ago started a high-end building company with my husband who still uh, runs that today. And then a few years ago started Bee Directory. 
with my beautiful friend, Christy Morton. So those three businesses couldn't be more different if we tried. And one thing I know to be true is that it doesn't really matter what type of business you have, the basic principles apply to them all. So if you have the basic foundations in place for your business and strategies and systems, you have a really solid base to grow a successful business from. And I kind of believe, not kind of, I do believe that it is essential to have those things in place. So a few years ago, I started Be Director with my friend, as I just mentioned, Christy, uh, which of this week that business no longer exists and is now rebranded as Elsa Mitchell. Funny story, my accountant, I asked him, I went to see him to say Christy and I were breaking up professionally and how do we restructure the company? And I then emailed him to say, I would like you to register Elsa Mitchell as uh, my business name. And he rang me and he said, oh, you want your name to be registered as a business name? Yes. He goes, oh, okay, well, um, that's actually just a little bit weird. And I was like, dude, if it's good enough for Madonna, it's good enough for me. <laughs> so I know I'm not and I'm totally okay with it. So you're probably wondering why I broke up with my business p- partner. And it is an epic story that will blow your mind, but it's one I'm going to save for another day because it's pretty special. And I am going to be speaking to Christy on episode three or four, I anticipate, about that story and sharing that with you. So you're going to have to come back to find out what happened there, but it's juicy. I'm telling you it's juicy. So last year, Christy and I traveled around Western Australia pre-COVID when you could travel around. And we went up through the Kimberley to Broome and Kununurra and down the Great Southern of Western Australia all over. And we were running workshops on SEO, email marketing, social media, all that fun stuff. And we were consulting with businesses. And we loved connecting with people. We love, I love country people, not because I have anything against city people. I am one now, but I just found on our travels, they were so happy to see us and so grateful to have the opportunity to be learning something. And and obviously being living so remotely, that wouldn't happen all the time. We take it a little bit for granted, I think, in the city. And I just loved hearing their stories and I was so amazed by all the cool businesses and the amazing history behind those businesses. So that kind of is what leads us to this podcast. I'm going to be chatting with women and that's not because I'm sexist. I love the fellas, but I'm chatting to the women because I think a lot of women struggle with self-promotion and that's not a blanket statement. Obviously, it doesn't apply to anyone, everyone, sorry. Um, But in general, a lot of women do, and I do believe men are much better at big noting themselves. <laughs> Just kidding. They're better at self-promotion. Again, not a blanket statement, but I think a lot of women will agree with me, and if you don't agree with me, that's okay. So I'm taking it upon myself to share these stories of cool women doing cool and interesting shit in all the hidden corners of Australia. I'm going to bring to life their stories and their challenges because, let's be honest, we all get off on other people's fuck-ups and we love a good story of overcoming adversity. And there are, I think we can draw a lot of inspiration from hearing how other people have failed makes us feel better about our own failures and how they've grown from it and overcome it to be successful. 
So it's highly likely along the way I'll say the wrong thing from time to time and probably make inappropriate comments and I'm going to apologise in advance to everybody I offend. I don't mean to do it. I have a twisted sense of humour. It might not be for everybody. If it's not, you're the weird one, not me. (laughs) Um, But overall, my intentions are good. And I'm here to make you laugh and inspire you and it would be super awesome if I could teach you something because all the jokes aside, I am here to share my wisdom and yep, that's what I'm going to call it. And I just want to make a positive impact. And if that just means by making you smile or giving you a laugh, well, that's good enough for me. Uh, The ultimate goal is to help you grow your business or even help you feel motivated to keep moving forward in your business. Because let's be honest, sometimes we get stale. And have you guys noticed that I say let's be honest a lot? Yep, we'll have to work on that. Anyway, that's really just the tip of the iceberg. I have a lot to say and I like to talk, which is why I started Bossy Bitch Podcast in the first place. So be a champ and subscribe to this podcast and get your friends too and your relatives and your pets and everyone you know and welcome and thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the Bossy Bitch Podcast. I am Elsa Mitchell and you can find me at elsamitchell.com.au or if you'd like to meet my friends, please head on over to Facebook and I invite you to join our free group Bossy Bitch. Bossy Bitch.